everyone, welcome to the Raglan App Podcast. My name's Jenny Mack, and whether you're here for the first time, I'm so happy and grateful that you've decided to join me. It means a lot to have you guys sharing your inspiring Raglan stories and experiences with us via Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's amazing to see just how many inspiring people live in this tiny little West Coast town in New Zealand and all the good stories that come out of such a small population of of 3,000 people and the knock-on effects that this has on the surrounding people and communities. So keep sharing and please, please, please subscribe and rate and review this podcast because I love to see your feedback. So this podcast is all about inspiring local people, telling good stories, sharing good vibes and spreading the sunshine. And today we're going to be talking to an absolutely lovely, genuine guy. He's a good Kiwi bloke, a farmer and a dad and a local real estate guy. His name's Richard Thompson and I'm going to be talking to him about what brought him to Raglan, his passions and we're going to be looking at some of the innovative ways that local people are getting on the property ladder. Um, We're going to talk about the tiny house movement and how not having much capital is forcing young people to be more creative about how they get their foot in the door with regards to property. Richard's got a lot of insights and experience in real estate and I really hope that you enjoy this podcast and, and just let me know what you think. How did you come to be here in Raglan? Uh, partly family. Uh, my wife's grandparents have been out there for about 50 years. I grew up in Tikofi. As soon as I had a car, I was attracted to the ocean and everything that Raglan has to offer as far as water sports, surfing, fishing, all that sort of stuff. Had a mate who, who lived out there and as soon as, uh, as soon as we tapped into what was the possibilities of the lifestyle opportunities and the fun that could be had out there, I was there. And so it's just been a playground for me as a young person. And then uh, my wife's connection to the town with her family being out there for a long time uh, it was a natural place that we were always attracted to. What's your wife's history, the, the family history in Raglan? So Christine's grandparents have been out there. They bought a house out there in the 60s, I think. So it'll be a long time ago. And used to camp there before that. Yeah, so they've, they've been out there for, for a long, long time. We bought a house out there just after our second child was born to to have a holiday home and to create some memories and mm. and for the kids to spend time with their great-grandparents. Good investment. So yeah, the first house that we purchased was um, in Lorenzen Bay, just a little 1950s flat roof. We did it up and modernised it in new kitchen and polished floors and, and made it into, you know, real neat little Kiwi batch. Enjoyed that only for about 18 months, actually, and then um, we had a... Someone liked the work that we'd done and put us enough money to entice us to sell it when we had no intention of doing so. And then we moved on to our next property and we've sort of done that four different properties in Raglan that we've sort of traded and you know, enjoyed over the years. Yeah, when we left the farm uh, after 20 years farming, um, yeah, we decided Raglan was the place that we wanted to try and raise our kids and reinvent ourselves, which we didn't really know at that time or how that may play out and what what it might be but your kids go to school locally yeah so they're at Timata school mm-hmm. and I uh, really enjoy being part of a small community and mm. yeah all of the opportunities that small towns have is fun and do a water sports and daughters love ponies and is there a pony club Yes, there is, at uh, Tuyuku. And there's, there's lots and lots of people who are interested in that, so mm. there's all sorts of opportunities, and mm. they're riding the beach, and they're 
riding farms and they're having experiences on a weekly basis that probably most kids might dream of having once or twice in their childhood you know so uh, pretty lucky really when you see some of the things that they get to do that you know not a lot of kids would only dream of really Uh, and then obviously the fishing and surfing and the things that I have always enjoyed that uh, sort of has rubbed off on them as well. So you're a fisherman aren't you? Yeah. So what kind of fishing are you into? Just anything that's available off Raglan, really, from, from flounder to whitebait to snapper and through the different seasons. Spring is the snapper season and then over the summer try to catch a game fish and uh, chase the marlin and love my diving. Opportunities are endless. I, every time you go out it's a new adventure and mm. you never know quite what the day's going to bring and you just sort of follow your nose and sometimes you have a plan but other, other times it just evolves find the birds or find whatever and was fishing something that you'd always done I learned to dive when I was about so my mate who was living in Raglan as a young guy his mum was a keen diver and we used to go camping every year and so through camping I learned to dive and then fishing sort of came fishing's kind of what I did between dives I never really was fishing wasn't really my thing been under the water but you can't uh, you can't just dive back to back, so you've got to have something to do in between. So, and I enjoy catching obviously food for the family, mm-hmm. and it, you know where it's from, and you know that it's safe and mm-hmm. good. What so, kind of things do you dive for then? What do you what just do you mostly catch? crayfish? Crayfish. Mm-hmm. And are there good spots locally, or do you have to go away from Raglan? No, no, Raglan. All, all of my diving's in Raglan. Wow. So we've got reef and we've got rock, rocky coastline. Mm-hmm. So mostly we dive the coast, and then there's outer reefs and islands and stuff too that bore if you're very adventurous enough that way. Climb, yeah. yeah. And getting out over the bar as well—that's quite a bit of a uh, yeah. It's a to be thing. respected, definitely mm-hmm. to be respected and understood, and um, exercise caution and don't go if in doubt. It has its moments for sure. See. Um, uh, some sailboats as well, making when the weather conditions are right. Uh, yeah, it was cool navigating watching, the bar. Watching Jimmy, I watched. I sat on top of the hill and watched him go out with a few friends uh, when he was off to Fiji two months ago. So it is pretty cool that there are people having these adventures and and creating the opportunities to do these things. That yeah, it's, you're only limited by your um, ability to imagine what you might be able to do. I think yeah. your own belief systems. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So you've created this beautiful life for you and your family. What What is it that you do? So, yeah, rural real estate predominantly, but sell some residential in, in Raglan as well, did a lot of lifestyle. My background, having worked on the land and growing up in that environment as a kid, that's all I've ever known. So it seemed to be a natural fit for me to sell properties that have land attached because I can sort of help people to understand what they might be able to do with that land and what it's capable of and what it's not capable of through having understood that and professionally farmed and and just lived that life and live it myself. We've got our own little lifestyle block. Residential stuff I enjoy as well just as a to, to mix it up and have a bit of diversity in your work. Have you seen any changes um, over the time that you've been in Raglan and, and what's happening with the, the property market? Yeah, so in the last seven years there's been all sorts of changes. Partly uh, it's the sort of people coming to town. A lot of people buying holiday houses five to seven years ago. There's, there's less of that now. Most people are coming now for the lifestyle and um, as a place to live and work and raise their kids and commute or work from home there's all sorts of opportunities that there wasn't even even five seven years ago it was unheard of for people to be working from home whereas now it's and a lot of companies are uh, supporting that with 
with setting up home offices and, and understanding they're getting more out of their staff, potentially having them work from home than spend hours in a car unnecessarily. The values have increased dramatically over that period of time as well and seem to have sort of found their level at the moment and, and have flattened out. Things are staying fairly fairly level. Interest rates are, are all-time low, so that gives people confidence to borrow and, and do things that they may want to do. Dry stock farms are holding their own and, and are doing really well and selling for some really strong prices and potentially have even gone up slightly in the last two years. Um, Dairy is seeing a little bit of pressure. A lot of it's around compliance, the cost of of running farms, so that yeah, the V's back slightly. If the farms are suitable for um, other land uses, they might be going to dry stock, they might be suitable for horticulture or different different land uses, mm-hmm. they're still going really well. What advice would you give to um, people just starting out on the property market, first time buyers? There's never a better time than when you can get on the ladder. It's never going to be easy, it wasn't easy for anybody in previous generations either and it's always a bit scary if you can save really hard and get yourself in a position that you can secure your first property and with the help of set KiwiSaver and interest rates are really low and they seem to be fairly stable at that level for next two or three years probably the other side of it is that it's really really hard to find good rental properties and it's actually really expensive too I feel for people in that position. A lot of um, young people going for the the tiny house movement. What do you think about, about yeah, that? I think it's a really exciting opportunity for for people. Um, and what I have noticed, especially in the lifestyle market, I've, I've had a few people purchase as a group, co-share the running of the property. So they'll, they may be wanting to garden and intensify the use of the land rather than just running a few sheep and cattle or whatever have their own spaces work as a group to look after it mm. and have their own spaces with tiny houses and I've seen that work really well for people and yeah as long as you're getting in with like-minded people and you do things properly legally as far as the ownership structure and stuff that's probably the only thing to be careful of. Is that something that's just specific to Raglan or is that something that's happening all over the country do you think that people are I think, I think especially first home buyers or people who are wanting to get on the ladder and can't do it easily by themselves, well it's never easy but can't do it by themselves, they're starting to think outside the square and find other people that are in the same position and I'm pretty pretty confident it will be happening elsewhere as well. Yeah but the opportunities with piece of land, it's easier to create your own space and still feel like you've got your own thing rather than buying a house for somebody else mm. as an example because it's pretty difficult mm. to decide who's sharing the kitchen or whatever. We were talking about this at, at coffee the, the other day. There's a group of us that meet in the morning at coffee, as you well know, and, and at Raglan Roast, and um, we were talking about what we're going to do in our old age. And we were talking about collectively between us buying a, a massive property and sharing the costs that way and then maybe sharing the costs of a, a nurse as yeah. well we to look after us We joke about that in our own house. like. Uh, but at least we're all together yeah. and having fun. Totally. We're old and slapping our gums together. But, you know, we can afford it. Yep, absolutely. And that, I think those sort of opportunity. I mean, we're not very good at looking after our elderly and our... Western culture, I don't think so. Um, I think those sort of things mm. will start to evolve, especially with the cost of aged care is so mm. expensive. And even our kids, like we might get to a point where, who knows, it, it might be really difficult for the, your kids to get into their own homes, and there might be a compromise there that you can, mm. can stay at home and they'll 
crumbs. Yeah. My, my goal is to get as far away as possible from me <laughs> as, as, as she possibly can. The, there's a, an affordable homes kind of um, thing that I've heard about in Raglan. Do you know much about that? Yeah, there is definitely a movement, and the, a lot of that is around yeah people finding it really difficult to find long term tenancies, and I think a lot of that's government led stuff too. Like they've, the government has to make t- tenancies more long term, and I know that other companies in Raglan we don't we don't have a rental portfolio. The companies that do, I know they're sort of leaning towards twelve month tenancies to try and stop people putting someone in in March and kicking them out in October, and then using their house as a holiday house and. Mm. Um, because it's it's just it's too hard on families and mm. you know if you get someone who comes in knowing that that's the situation it's probably okay you know putting someone in with a promise and then saying sorry mate you're out it's pretty rough when there's nowhere else there's no available tendencies mm. well, it's quite and un, you know typical for for um, like places like Waihee and um, Raglan and and just holiday places isn't it it's not so much the case no in, people um, who have other areas. Um, rental portfolios that want to have long-term tenants in the cities as examples mm. that's the same sort of behavior is not as common I wouldn't think mm. kind of think if someone's um, wanting a holiday house and to have be tenanted you know short-term accommodation is would be the probably the better fit for those sort of people rather than than long-term tenancies I guess so the future looks quite bright there's a lot of growth and growth in Raglan as well yeah more houses coming and and certainly it's not a lot of houses not a huge population growth though there was uh, there was a study no. done recently wasn't there it's like 700 more people mm. or something was mm. was that i think it was yeah mm. over the next 15 years or mm. whatever it was i think i read in the chronicle mm. yeah and i think a lot of that growth that we've seen over the last five to seven years has been people moving to Raglan. like i said earlier it's um that, that's been the biggest change is that people are not i noticed in the street we used to live in there was probably only three or four houses that were full-time residents in that street, and I would say more like seventy percent now of the houses in that street are tenanted full, you know, or owner occupied full-time. But we're always going to be a place that will attract a lot of visitors too, and we're a destination town. We're not one that you drive through to. Got to really to get, want to be here. Yeah. yeah. So people who come like it and enjoy it, otherwise they wouldn't have, wouldn't have come, which sort of creates the vibe that we have. That's awesome. Thanks so much for coming in and, and talking to us today. No it's like, uh, yeah, it's really, really good to, to get the lowdown on what's going on in Raglan and, and see you around. So you've got some properties on at the moment as well. You've yep. got quite a lot of listings. Yeah, there's plenty, plenty available. And uh, with spring approaching, there's, there's quite a lot of new stuff coming up. So, uh, yeah, you'll be able to keep an eye on, on, on the listings through. PGG Wrightson? PG Wrightson, Facebook, yeah. and obviously on, on the websites that you'll find awesome. for real estate. That's great. Thanks so much, Richard. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Thank you so much for being here today. I can't thank you enough. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this story and make sure you share this if you think anyone will be interested in learning about how awesome our little town called Raglan is. Thank you so much for listening. Really happy to have you here.